Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, party people, and welcome to a special edition of Encounter Party. We are here at Gen Con 2019 in Indianapolis, Indiana, recording a bonus adventure just for you guys as we continue wrapping up production on Series 2. My name is Brian David Judkins, and I am your Dungeon Master. With me this week are Andrew Krug, Ned Donovan, and Sarah Babe. When we last left our party at the end of Series 1... Desperately escaping the clutches of the Gorgon Ludmila, not everyone made it out alive. In fact, one of our party members, the mighty Boros Minotaur war drummer, Fakara Ordrun, succumbed to the Gorgon's stone stair, turning into a statue. Here at Gen Con, we are recording a special adventure just for you guys, so please join us as we present to you Soft Cheese, the quest for Fakara. You awake in the morning in the penthouse of Mr. Rufir Alfonso III. It has been... A good three weeks since the events in the Undercity occurred. As you make your way out into the main living shared areas of the penthouse, you find Mr. Alfonso already awake, having been up for several hours. You find him dusting off a new decorative piece within the penthouse, a large statue of a minotaur with two maces raised in defiance. On the table is a breakfast spread, preparing for you guys to meet the day. I would say, so within three weeks after the adventure, you guys collectively may accrue 750 Zeno for your work with uh, Alfonso as his bodyguards. Which we will remember is my only Zeno because everything was taken from me by a tower. Well, I technically it would be 50 a person, so 150 each to those of you here, and then we'll have to document for, for the other two cast members who are not part of the bonus episode. Copy. 150 each? 150 each. Got it. Um, so you guys wake up, you walk in, and you see um, Rufir Alfonso dusting off and keeping clean the statue of Fakara. Um, there is some food on the table in front of you. And you remember that now that those two elven concierges who ran the table were converted into vampire fodder and then sus killed, in the wake of such, Mr. Alfonso has bought the building just because he can and also because his train is ruined. Um, So regular room service and accommodations are now taken care of. What a lovely treat. (laughs) Oh, good morning. Please come in. There's food on the table. Help yourselves. Mr. Alfonso, for three weeks now, we have been 
figuring out the next plan of attack. Where do we go? What do we do with the knowledge that we have now? And frankly, I'm a bit concerned we are no closer to returning Fakara to us. Ah, I see. Your desire is to actually return her to her state. I've been doing a great deal of consideration on this. The powers of the Gorgon are quite dangerous. If returning someone from stone would be quite so easy, well, I doubt that people like the Stone Sisters would have even been able to come into power in the first place. There are options, items, artifacts with the power to do a many great and powerful things. However, magic such as this is not, well, entirely legal. I myself do not have the ability to procure an item such as this, but I might know someone who can. I just wish that perhaps we keep this information from your Azorius companion. Ah, yes. Well, here's what I'll say. I've now been trying to figure out through every knowledge that I have as a Simic what I can do about this statue, and I've got nothing. And laws are not something that matter a great deal to me. Outcomes are. So if you can get us into a position to return Fakara, then I see no need why Lennox would have to be informed. The Gorgons themselves have not been forthcoming as to any remedies to their stone stairs, and given our most recent foray into the Undercity, I'm rather concerned that my usual contacts can no longer be relied upon. Yes, I, I, I think that's wise. Before I give you instruction on this manner and advice, I would like to make one request. Rufia Alfonso III has a particular reputation to keep up, and I would prefer not to be associated with even having the knowledge I'm about to share with you. But I have heard that there is a small eatery on the Tin Street that it's one of those local-only type places. There's no real advertisement, and... Quite frankly, the food in there is likely to make you sick, but if one were to perhaps enter said establishment and order the special, I mean the special special, Mm -hmm. one might begin a process where they could go meet a particular individual who might be able to help them. I'm, I'm sorry, the special special? It's a very special special. Could we call it especially special? You could, but I doubt they'll serve it to you if you call it that. Great, 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 great. Great. Well, Mr. Alfonso, uh, we have a great deal of respect for your reputation, but as you may have already surmised, very few people have any respect for mine. We will gladly take your suggestion. And perhaps, if you are willing, Mr. Perax, we can avail of ourselves of a small promenade down to one Tin Street eatery and have ourselves a special... Maybe even a special, special. You're making it sound far too suggestive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I dare say, be on your way, and and good luck to you. Thank you, sir. So you head out onto the day. Now you guys were in the third district of Ravnica, and you are now making your way to the tenth district, which is the very center of Ravnica, where all the guild halls will be, where the central promenade is, and you make your way over to the Tin Street Market. The Tin Street Market is a particular area that attaches to Rakdos territory. It is basically a giant 
bazaar. It's but it's a place where you can find everyday people can find everyday things, some um, not everyday things. But it's not exactly one of the finer shopping centers. It's just sort of a downtown bazaar. Tin Street is always a bustle. There are always people yelling at each other, noises, loud clanks. And there are a fair amount of people that you would not exactly post into high society. As you shuffle your way through, keeping your hands firmly on your coin purses based on the events the last time you were in such a street, with a fair amount of hunting because it took you a very, very long time to make it to that part of the city, and because Tin Street itself is very crowded, I would say about 5, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, you finally make your way to a small alcove with an entryway that itself does not have a door. There is some very ragged cloth hanging over like like Japanese Noren. The door frame itself is no longer square. It's kind of leaning. And the smell from inside is alarming. And there is no signage, but you can clearly see the feet of people who are gathered in there. Do you think we walk right in or do you think we take a look around? I don't think this is the sort of place where one stands on ceremony. And Lorzach sort of ducks beneath the ragged curtain and Perix follows, in. but he he very carefully avoids the curtain mage handing it out of his own. Sure. Way. So um, there are a couple of tables here, but it's all uh, sit on the floor with knee-high tables. And there are no more than seven people within this facility. Every one of these people look downtrodden, down and out, unshaven, unclean. It's, it's sort of a bare-bones hovel of a place where somebody could possibly scrape together the idea of going out but this is probably one of their more regular hangouts because they probably don't have the facility to cook for themselves there is a craggly haggard woman who is clearly running the inside serving tables taking care of everybody and she has that sort of distinctive crinkly tanned beyond belief like beef jerky skin type appearance that it's Difficult to tell whether or not she's just an old human woman or, in fact, a goblin, and you're probably afraid to make an assumption either way. Sure. She kind of gives you guys, like, half a look, doesn't even really care about your makeup, and there's just sort of nods that sit wherever you want, and there are plenty of open seats. I think uh, Perix takes a look at Lorzach and then spies a corner booth that feels visible but not necessarily the center of attention and decides to move over there. Okay. And Lozach will join him and they will take a seat as apparently directed. Um, You get ignored for an irritating amount of time before she finally saunters over to you and with a very just I, I can't, I'm working but I can't even be bothered to have to work kind of attitude about her and just, what do you want? I understand you have a frightfully good special. I believe what he's specifically saying is a frightfully good special special. She just very curiously stands at the two of you. I stare right back. (laughs) No breaking eye contact. Lozach wonders quietly, am I in the wrong establishment? (laughs) (laughs) Are you both guild members? Oh, is that not obvious? He says as the beetle and crawls out of his And who do you hair. belong to? You're not law mages, are you? I come out of the Zonet Four Simic compound. And my people live in the tunnels beneath the city. No law mages there. 
and she stares back and forth between you again. Are you sure you want the special special? It comes ever so highly recommended. She goes into the back, and again, it's an uncomfortable seated where you're not really sure whether or not she's going to come back. Perhaps somebody's going to jump you from the side alley, or perhaps they've just ignored you and left you there completely. But just at that moment where you guys hit the point of being fed up and are ready to just walk out the door, the goblin human question mark serving wench returns with a very large five-gallon tin bucket full of some sort of food that is small, and shelled, and just plops it on the table and says, that'll be a hundred Zenos. I mean, what do, you, what do you want to do in this scenario? Is it a 50-50 sort of situation? Or, <laughs> I, no. think, uh, I think the, the check is All evenly right. split. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. But you can, you, can, you can Venmo me later. And I uh, uh, produce a hundred Zenos looking at Lorzach, and I hand them over. She warns you very deliberately not to eat them. Sure, yeah. Shelled? Uh, I was going to say, is this the kind of thing that someone with a knowledge of specifically water beings would know what these shelled, are they like mussels, clams? No, they're, they are some type of nut. Oh, that kind. Yeah, sure, great. Not like a crustacean or a mollusk. Got they it. are some type of shelled nut. Probably something I would, being from the Undercity, yeah. I doubt Lorzach probably eats this stuff. And Nuts. being a Simic member, you no. probably don't eat these either. You no. have heard that perhaps there are members of the Selesnia, those nature people who are into this, or probably the Gruul clans are, are probably into this. You've heard of this food, but I doubt you guys have ever actually eaten it. It's kind of like, to you guys, whatever this food is, whatever this nut is that's in this pail, it's one of those things where it's sort of like, it's not a delicacy. It's just sort of a weird taste that some people like, and you're not allowed to eat any of them. Great. And she stares at you guys much longer, as you clearly are not sure what you're supposed to do with this bucket of nuts. Yeah. And after another strained period of time of her, like, are you guys sure you know what you're getting into? She just, in the alley, and gestures for you guys to, like, go around back into the alley. Taking the nuts with us? Yes. Great. <laughs> I take the bucket of nuts yep. and walk into the alley. Looking as smooth and confident yeah, yeah, as yeah, they yeah, possibly yeah. can. Walking, walking with a real <laughs> bucket of nuts. Big old bucket of nuts. <laughs> Big old bucket of nuts. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> so, as you guys progress down this alley, a shadowy figure approaches you. And as it continues to approach you, you notice that it's half your height. And it's another goblin within the shadows, and in a very gruff voice, did you pay? 100 Xenos. Do you have an appointment, or is this a surprise visit? It is a bit of a drop-in. Certainly don't have an appointment. I didn't talk to any secretary. All right. Give me the bucket. I hand him the bucket. This way. Okay. And he gestures for you guys to come with him. And then on the side of the wall of this building, there is a hidden panel, which the goblin deftly pushes open and leads you guys down some stairs into some large basement-type area of which you can hear a great deal of commotion. And as you guys descend down into this basement-type area, you realize that there's a pathway that stretches about another block or so. 
and it opens up into what can only really be described as an underground clubhouse. There are quite nice pieces of furniture here, and there are people hanging out in rather nice dress. Not exactly like fancy dress, but fashion that costs some money. And there are all manner of characters down here. Goblins, humans. You don't see what I would characterize as some of the higher-up races. There are some Devkarin elves down here, but probably no Vidalkin, probably none of the high elves of the Celestia. It is seedy to an extent, right? Seedy in, in nature, but not in design. And people are smoking, and people are hanging out and eating and having a great deal of food. And seated in the back, on a very large couch, with two female elves fawning over him, is an incredibly large loxodon, seeming strangely out of place in such an environment. This goblin saunters up the middle of the room with this bucket of nuts and places them slightly off-center at the feet of this large loxodon. And you can tell that this loxodon is wearing clothing not befitting of an elephant person. For those of you at home, loxodons are basically large elephant people. He's wearing almost like gang clothing or mobster clothing. He looks very out of place to the usual peaceful temperament of the Loxodon. Like a like a like a three-piece pinstripe suit? Sort of. Okay. But but the we'll say the Ravnica equivalent, right? Sure, sure, sure. And he uh reaches down with his tusk and grabs a trunk full of some of these nuts off the top of this pail and crunches them as all the shells fall off onto the floor. And with his trunk, he shoves a trunk full of these nuts into his mouth and chews very deliberately. To which the small goblin at his side begins addressing you. So what is it that you're here for? We are looking for an item. An item that can defeat the lasting power of a gorgon. And specifically undo the effects of its petrifying gaze. So the Loxodon. So, um, somebody give me a history check. Yeah, seven. I don't think you have, I don't think you know who this is. Okay. So you mentioned what you need and this Loxodon kind of shifts in his chair and stops chewing on these nuts. And he stares at you. Well, well, well. That's a very tall order to ask of a man. You know who I am. I'm Frankie Peanuts. I'm the leader of the underworld. You're gonna step in here, you pay the price. But if you're bringing lip, I'll tear it off. One of our compatriots was, rather unfortunately, petrified by the Gorgon's gaze. And we seek to return her to her full and not stone Self. So the goblin at his side, this sort of strange conciliary to Frankie Peanuts, the Loxodon mob boss, again looks the two of you over and clearly sees that this is not the type of place that definitely you, Perix, hang out. Now I look uncomfortable as hell. Absolutely. And there seems to be a strange amount of politeness to this as he says, I'm beginning to think that you don't know where you are. You coming in here asking favors of Frankie Peanuts, do you understand the price of these things? Well, about 100 Zenos. Yeah, it's a lot more. 100 Zenos is just for the meeting. Are you sure you know what you're getting into? Uh, to be honest, Mr. Peanuts, no. All right. So you need a super soft. Yes? A super soft is an artifact. It can cure the Gorgon's gaze. Very rare. Very 
Very rare. And uh, would you have one? Unfortunately, I don't. But I know someone who might. Quid pro quo, my friends. You do something for me, I'll do something for you. And what is it that needs to be done, Mr. Peanuts? Well, finding a super self's a bit of a problem. There's a man by the name of Darius Vane. A real hotshot, not guild-affiliated, but he's got a lot of money. Investing in that new railroad sort of thing. Mr. Darius Vane is a man who's very much afraid of death. Rumor is, part of his wealth comes from a big contract with the Orzov. And you know what that means when he dies? That means he's a ghost, slave to the Orzov. He's a man who's very afraid to die, but he likes living life to the fullest. He's kind of known in certain circles for having a massive collection of items that, well, prevent him from some of the really unfortunate ways to go. If you're looking for a super soft, my guess is he's going to have one. Now, the question is, how are you going to get it? I'm guessing this isn't the kind of item that he will uh, part with willingly. Well, here's a strange thing. Everyone knows he's got this vault full of special items. The problem is, rumor goes, he can't access it himself. How strange is that? Uh, 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 how can he access it? Well, if I knew that, I'd probably have it already, wouldn't I? Yeah, okay. Rumor is he can't open the vault himself. He needs other people to do it. But as far as we know, those people aren't identified. He has a lot of parties, regularly, and he's throwing another one in two days' time, and that means something is going into the vault. I want it. When was the last time he opened the vault? Probably the last time he had a party. Do you know when he last had a party? No, he usually has him about once a month. Do you know how many of his guests come back alive? You know, that's the other funny thing. At least someone always dies at these things. And yet they keep showing up. Strange parties over there. You know anyone who's ever been? And come back? Oh, most people come back. But do you know them? I don't know them. I'm not allowed in that circle. The high society uppity types ain't really my scene. I think we know what our key is. I think we need to go talk to Mr. Vane. I can get you in, that's no problem. Fortune invites getting in. You're gonna need to wear masks when you get there anyway. It's all that, you know, weird, hidden identity crap. I can get you in. If you can get into the vault and you get me what's going in, you might find your super soft in there. As if I was afraid of death and I was stockpiling items to keep myself alive, that'd be in there. And if it's not in there? Sorry. Fair enough. Your meeting in this bucket of nuts has got you that far. I think, with your permission, Lorzach, we've got ourselves a deal. I think that we do. I think you're gonna need a little bit of help. I'm willing to send one of my own. You got someone who can crack a vault? I got someone who knows their ways around crowded environments. Hey, Dizzy, get in here. Uh, I don't know what your character looks like, but Sarah Bay, please. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, Sarah. <laughs> so Dizzy is, is a goblin. Can you please describe uh, Dizzy for us? 
Well, Dizzy is a little goblin. She's a darker shade of green, uh, pointy little adorable ears that are maybe just a little shorter than goblin ears should be, and has kind of short cut, almost buzzed hair, probably a little bit of a hat on, and just wearing very camouflage clothes, like the same shade as dirt, just kind of blends into whatever she's around, and just looks like you're not really sure what you're looking at when you look at her, because it all seems to like blend. She seems to hide even though you're looking at her. Disguised as a pillow until he said something. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. She's been standing right there. Oh, yeah. She's been standing like right there. I'm right here, boss. You don't know how to yell. All right. Christ. This one. What? I'm sending you out for a couple days. (laughs) Aww. These two jokers here are going to Vane's new party. You guys are jokers? Yeah, why don't you tag along with him and see if you can bring me back something nice and shiny. Oh, I like shiny. I know you like shiny, too. Yeah. Dude, what, what kind of jokes do you guys have? Oh, that's all you, my friend. We've got a... If we successfully pull off this party, Dizzy, I've got a minotaur you need to meet. <laughs> I, that's not a joke. The act doesn't work without her. Yeah, yeah, to understand what we do. Oh, oh I got it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like the cup trick. With, yeah, you with need the bowl, a third You got to get the third. Yeah, All you got to right. get somebody who's a plant. Yo, Dizzy, shut up. What? Why are you so mean to me, boss? Dizzy, what? shut oh, up. Hey. All right. Yeah. You two clowns. Your money's run out here. Party's in two days' time. I'll get you the invites forged up, and then you're on your own. Next time I see you. I want a present that ain't food. You want a crown? Oh, Christ, Dizzy, get out of here. What? Well, wait. Oh, <laughs> you, guys, you guys get kind of shoveled back out into the alleyway onto the top of 10th Street. You don't got to push me. Jeez. God, you so pushy. And now a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now... Back to the party. So there is a party by a Mr. Darius Vane, a high society party and falutin' rich guy. Dizzy, is yeah. it? Yeah, dizzy. As in, I will take your stuff so fast, it will make you dizzy. <laughs> See what I did there? It's great, right? Yeah. It's an excellent <laughs> joke. Oh, thanks. I almost feel like you cracked a smile there. Hmm. And what's, what's your name? My name is Lozach. Ah, oh, nice to meet you, meet you, Lozach. Likewise. Dizzy, do you know where Darius Vane holds his parties? Oh, yeah. Do I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Darius Vane has, has a rather well-known property. Um, he lives in, in, I guess, what would constitute as a high-rise. Um, it's a very elaborate, over-designed type of um, place that's right down uh, off the promenade in sort of Ravnica Central. 
that kind of looks out over the 10th district. You know, it, it, that's, oh, that's Darius's tower. Like, you know it. Yeah, it's the tower. The big thing right there. The one with the huge D on it. <laughs> yeah. The D uh, yep. is for Darius. Yep, it's got, a, it's got a, it's got a, well, I'd say it's probably a V. Yeah. For vain. Vain. Yeah, vain. V for vain, as in he is vain, so he puts his initial on the tower. Uh, mm, yes. So the whole plate, you know, yeah. is real vain. Yeah, it works on yeah. a lot of levels. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, it's yeah. actually kind of clever when you think about it. So we need to obtain masks because this is a masked ball. And are we getting those masks from Mr. Peanuts? Uh, I will I will give advanced knowledge and let okay. you know that those masks will be supplied at the party. Oh, yeah. as you walk in, you get one at the door. Yes. Coffee yes. Shopping. Which is part of the event. To a related question, are we going to need to go on a shopping trip to fit the dress code? <laughs> you might need shopping? a brief one. You might need a brief one. You have it's going to so it's it's evening time now, probably time to retire. So you guys will get a day to yourselves to do anything you feel like you might need to do in preparation for this high society party. And then the following day you will go. I feel a musical montage coming on. We're gonna go <laughs> shopping with the guys who want to steal the stuff from the tower. You guys keep like coming out of dressing rooms and Dizzy's just like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can you be a little less transparent? Does that work? No, because <laughs> no, his skin is like literally transparent. <laughs> can you, you can't change that? No. Why not? Isn't that what you submit people do? I can change it in other people when I create them for sure. All right. So, uh, creepy. Uh, can you maybe move your beetle to like the left a little? It kind of, um, it really builds, builds a little more of the asymmetrical. Uh, Lord's Edge stands perfectly still while the beetle crawls across his face yeah. in like the opposite direction of whatever yeah, it was. It just gets directed at Okay, so you guys need to prepare yourselves for what's about to happen. Yes. So things that, if I look at this like a wonderful heist movie, things we need. Yeah. We're going to get ID cards, courtesy of Mr. Peanuts, which gets us in the door. You'll get invites. Yeah. It would mm -hmm. be, you know, things that we would want is probably floor plans, so the, an inside the guy. The idea as described is that this is, uh, I, I hesitate to use eyes wide shut, but that's just sort of like the sure, reference visual is, right. yeah, you, yeah. Will, you will have, the, the intent is whoever goes to these parties, the intent is to be anonymous because at least one person dies a month in his residence. And so you don't want to... nobody does anything about it. You don't want to be associated. You don't want to be associated. You don't know... You have no idea what's going on in these parties, but everybody knows these parties happen and nobody really seems to do anything because people can only talk in rumors because nobody knows whether or not they were actually there. There's probably hundreds of people who claim they go to these things who are just lying. If possible, right, the things that I would want going in, I'd want as much information as I could have. So I'd want to talk to someone who'd been to the party who could talk us about what the layout um, the layout of his place is possible if you can find somebody who's been there, but you're not going to find anybody who's gone to this party because yeah, it's no. probably the situation where people who've had people who say they've been haven't, and people who have gone or do go never talk don't about admit it. That yeah, they yeah, do. sure, 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 sure. Um, 
there's one avenue of investigation that I certainly don't like, but um, the Orzhov will likely know more than anyone else about what goes on and how that works. I don't think it's a coincidence that people die. And I don't think it's a coincidence that people die in conjunction with when Darius Vane opens his vault. And I don't think the Church of the Orzhov doesn't know about that. There is maybe one thing Perix hates more than anything in the world, and it's definitely the word Orzhov. It's not great. I reluctantly... Agree. Do either of you know where? Do you know who we could talk to in the Orzhov? Well, oh, you're, yeah, you're totally. Well, you're in the tenth district, right? So all the guild halls are there. So or, uh, Orzova, which is the the main church of the Orzhov, but is is like within walking. If a Simic hybrid walks in and goes, "Hello, yeah. I have questions." Is that the kind of thing they're going to be receptive to? So I'm going to assume that we're going to fast forward to the next day where you guys are yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless we can go like gather information, but if we're not going to be able to find anyone, it's already then... the evening. We can yeah. show up for like whatever the equivalent of vespers is and sit in. But well, I mean, let's let's fast forward yeah. for the next day. So the Orzov are they're one of the guilds that we have not talked about in series one, and they are decidedly sort of a, a combination of a church cult and mafia but they also control the banks and they also print their own money which are like disney bucks that can only be cashed in at orzov establishments and they also control a great deal of real estate in ravnica lorzaj do you still have any of those orzov bucks we got from the festival brevin's dead but we got given them for stopping the rampaging thing yeah we got one one. and it is currently in the possession of lennox lennox brightburn yeah okay um, so no, you guys do not have that singular coin. However, because they are a cult that yeah. thrives on mindless worship, the Orzov will talk to anybody. You won't have a problem getting somebody to to try and profit off you. Great. Um, and of how the, do you think we play this? Well, I think of the three of us, they are most likely to speak to the goblin. Sure. Oh yeah. One of us can't is not normally seen outside the combine. Right. And the other, well, well I don't know that you can of go the three back of you, from of the three of you, one of Dizzy is not guild affiliated. Right. right. Dizzy is the most ripe for conversion. Would you like to tell me about your Lord and Savior, the Bank of Orzov? <laughs> so, you guys enter the realm of the Orzov. I am very uncomfortable. Absolutely, because strangely, it seems the sun doesn't really shine in Orzova. It's kind of perpetually cloudy. And just off on the other side, you know, is the Ghost Quarter, a strange place in Ravnica where spirits reside of the dead, of those who are contracted. And you've heard these terrible stories of while there is a great deal of profitability and wealth showcased within the Orzov, I said before that their guild colors are white and black, but it might as well be gold because that's what they shower themselves in. But again, it is this sort of corrupt pyramid scheme type establishment where anybody outside the Orzov can clearly tell that all is not equal within and there is a pecking order and a praying order on the way up to the the greatest commodity within the Orzov is blind faith. And you walk through these sort of horrific 
gothic spires and and buttresses and and just sort of an uncomfortable place within Ravnica because Orzov territory just sort of reeks of falsehood. It's just sort of fake imagery. Um, You can approach Orzova like anyone. There are people there doing you know, their ceremonies or, or transactions or relieving debts or this, that, and everything. So, so walking into the area is not a problem. And there are Orzov priests and uh, magistrates and bankers pretty much everywhere. If you want to walk specifically to like the church area to speak to a religious figure. I think I would be looking to talk to anyone who it feels like would potentially give us more information than they might be supposed to under the eagerness of converting people. Okay, so we'll say that you went, yeah. If there's a street evangelist or or somebody like that, an outreach minister. I would say that very easily that you can find somebody outside the church who's handling sort of poor and destitute people. A, A heavy set, sort of sloppy man who is not really wearing his vestments in the manner that he should. And there's a couple people kneeling at his feet in rags, and he is clearly preying upon a young woman. A or E? A. No, sorry, E is no praying. Well, both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it works on a lot of levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm, but, yeah. But he is sort of, you know, he's he's falsely giving her faith and promise. But you can also tell that there's this horrific predatory act about it because she herself, if she was not in such a state of poverty, would probably be a very beautiful young woman. And so is this sort of disgusting sexual predator thing happening there. Oh, I hate that. I stab him. Uh, I mean, you can. I don't really want to. (laughs) I really want to. We stab him. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, well, I think we can accomplish both of our moral goals here by <laughs> attempting to distract the awful man <clears throat> from the groveling woman. Panix, I got this. So you approach, and as you get closer, you can hear him sort of uttering all of these false promises of this woman. Yes, my dear, the Church of Orzov, it provides great opportunity for profitability. You and your family can be saved by joining the guild and submitting yourself to the wonders of profitability. Dizzy's just going to slowly sneak up to him, in front of him, and kind of do her best like... (laughs) He immediately sees you and in a stark contract, you sort of, uh, uh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, and, and very clearly is physically disgusted by your appearance and oh, your presence. I'm, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I huh? tried to straighten out my hair oh, a little yes. bit. Uh, oh, you would like to hear about the Church of Orzov. Yes, I, I hear that great things about the Church of Orzov and how they're good to people and they help with things that make things better. Yes, well, for just a small amount of coin, you too can be saved. Is there anything else you take uh, uh, other than coin? And I kind of stand up and do a little kind of hand on the hip trying to be a cute little goblin. (laughs) Oh, my God. So this this 
this priest is even more sort of physically disgusted by this goblin that's coming in because he's clearly not a man who crosses species. And he, he, but he does take that sort of, you know, that turn as he sees the options here and he says, well, there are other ways to serve the church. We, we do have many forms of contracts of servitude where you can pledge yourself for just a bit of a signature. Now, anybody who wishes to can roll a history check or an okay. information check. Matt, 20. Yeah. Uh, 21. So you two very clearly, as guild members, know that these are traps. These are completely unfair contracts that they use to uh, debt. Death does not save you from debt with the Orzov. When you die, you still owe them stuff. And so these contracts are basically meant to place you in servitude beyond any chance of you getting out. I would really like to help my family. And it's, um, you know, I just... I would like to learn your ways, oh wise one. Yes, well, there are certain ways the church can help you, perhaps loan you a bit of money, oh, and then you could pay us back whenever you like. Oh, do you guys worry about interest at all? Well, yes, there are. So I, oh, I'm surprised you know that term. Um, you know, I heard you know, somebody say it percentages. once. I heard someone say it once, so... It was in regards to money, so I figured it was Yes, I, um, interest is a contract term. And it simply means that, well, we are interested in your benefit. Oh. It's just this absolute shitty yep. grin on his face. That's awful nice of you, sir. Yes. Uh, <sighs> those, those contracts, those are those things where you say you're not going to do anything bad to me, and I sign it, and everything goes well, right? Because you, because yes. the interest. Yes, yes, we at the Church of Ozov are very invested in your benefit. And, and I, I, my dear, I do think that there is a way we can help you. Oh, that'd be great, mister. Uh, b- perhaps just step inside my office. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> you see this, like, gross dude trying to usher. I guess she's not really your friend, but to sort of usher your ticket in, like, into the church. I would, uh, mm, do we make ourselves known? Um, here's, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. We have an excellent opportunity to confront this person with a false rumor about Darius Vane. Oh, And, like, like how Vane reflects on the church. Oh, I like that. Which puts him in a position to either defend the church and dispel that rumor or provide the enough information that it refines what we know about Vane. No, I love that. And then skip out of that So place. we should However, step in. I'm not sure that she knows that. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like now is a good point for us to I think as they walk in the door, in. we step in and reveal the... And say something to the effect of, Dizzy, Dizzy, where are you? Uh-oh. Come back here this instant. Uh-oh. I don't... I know all the... It doesn't matter what you've heard of those hideous rumors regarding Darius Vane's estate, but I promise you, the Church of Ozov will not deliver what you think they will. But they... They, they said they'd, they'd charge an interest! So this... This priest just turns around with this... How dare you! How dare you, under-citizen, sully the good name of the Church of Orzov with your hateful, dirt-filled words. Oh. 
The Church of Orsov is a benevolent organization, and we are only trying to help this young goblin handle the difficulties of her goblin family or brood. And I suppose family. the monthly blood sacrifices are nothing more than for the good of the public wheel. I have no idea what you are talking about. I'd like to sleight of hand and pickpocket him while he's being offended. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Oh, Sarah. Well, that's still 12. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> it's good. It's it's good to have you um, back. I would say a 12. Uh, I think a 12 is good enough for you to not get caught. Okay. But he's got huge robes on, and I don't think with your little goblin hands that you you can't figure out how to get under the robes. Where are the pockets on these <laughs> fucking <laughs> things? <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of a thing. So I, I don't think you get discovered, okay. but but no. uh, but I don't think there's any sort of successful uh, And we're uh, not going to use that one anymore. <laughs> Sarah, you have you were gifted a lucky die by a, right. by a fan of the show. Why right. are we using it? Well, the, the reason why I'm not using it is because my life wasn't at stake at the moment. Okay. So... I didn't want to like use up its luck. That's fair. hundred percent fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm hoping some of my dice will actually like be nice. Fair enough. Then. So, but yeah. You okay. have officially garnered the attention of this man who is, who is putting on as much of a show as he possibly could to be offended. You accuse me of sullying the church. What was it you told me about Darius Vane? He has parties. And there's, there's people that don't come back from them. A linchpin of the church's operations in this city. Yeah, he has <sighs> parties with masks and stuff. Darius Vane is not a member of the Church of Orzov. Then why has he got that big V? Orzov ends with V. Is she with you? Unlike some people in this city, others take care of those in need. Come along, Dizzy. I think we've bothered this nice Man, I do more than enough rumors you have possibly heard, but I must declare that one Mr. Darius Vane has nothing to do with the Church of Orzov. In fact, I don't even know who that is. Insight for sure. <laughs> oh, I like these dice. Oh, sh- uh, 22. <laughs> Nin- 19. Well, all I can say 11. is he made some decidedly poignant opinions about Darius, and then it's like, I don't know who that is. Okay, yeah. But as far as whether or not Darius Vane is a member of the Orzov Church, you you do actually know that to be false. He is yeah. unaffiliated. He is unaffiliated. He is one of those independent people who but is exceedingly the, but, wealthy. And, what and Frankie Peanuts insisted that he's put money into the fourth rail line. What the the what what Perix would want to know, and yeah. would probably make himself known to the room now as well. So he would step up and say, Darius Vane may not be a an Orzov Guild member, but Orzov Guild members, maybe even yourself, attend parties monthly at his establishment. I don't know if anybody let that guy into his party looking like that i mean no offense you're just a little ill-fitting you see this like that line dizzy you see this like weird you see this weird fluctuation cross his face as that line that you just said made him really want to be like i totally go there i would totally be let in but at the same time he wants to respond to lorsatch that he's like i would never be caught dead at those parties but i 
I would be invited. <laughs> I could be invited, but I don't go. <laughs> like it's this weird. You just see him, just kind of, ooh, and just sort of like brood at you. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 were you saying something? I did. Types of events that happen at Mr. Vane's establishment, they are none of my concern, and I don't think I would even be caught dead there. So why do I have someone placing you at the party last month? (laughs) Methinks the lady doth protest too much. You're the lady, The identities of those party members are anonymous anyway. How would you even know whether or not a person was there? How do you you know that? (laughs) What is it that you want? Why are you here? Leave me alone. We need the map, the layout, and where the vault is. <laughs> I don't know these things. I, oh, I I pre- tell us what we want. I don't know of any vault. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on attending these parties? Why do you want to come with? I don't think I want to go back there, to be honest with you. So you were there. I- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I attended once. They were supposed to be this exciting high society event. It was frightfully unsettling. Someone died. Tell us everything you remember about the rooms you were in. Well, all right. Um, Give me some sort of like intimidation check or something. I mean... I don't know that I'm gonna like pass it up, but it's great. The <laughs> Lorzach is going to quietly step back. <laughs> I oh, a... that is going to be a intimidation yeah, fifteen. Yeah, that's gonna totally work. Okay, so he's just all right, all right. The Vane Tower is a magnificent place. He's a very wealthy man. However, the interior is, is, is what you'd expect from any large mansion. Not that you've ever been to one, but anyway. Um, oh, keep talking, buddy. Well, this is a strange thing. Everyone wears masks, and, and, and except for Darius himself. He, he never wears one. I mean, he's the host of the party. It's like, mm, we're going to know who he is, right? And, and it's just sort of a weird scavenger hunt. A scavenger hunt? Yes. Everyone... Everyone is expected to hunt for particular objects, and <laughs> this this is like a game that he likes to host at these things, and whoever wins gets to have a magnificent prize, and apparently there's a big payout of fortune at the end, but inevitably people get carried away with it, and people kill each other over this thing. How oh. did you do? Well, I was trying until the first death happened quite early, and then I simply bowed out. First of how many? I only noticed one. I've heard rumors of sometimes more than one. I guess it depends on how voracious the crowd is. Oh, how many times did you pee your pants? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> oh man, you're a um. Have a have a clean. Here, take my handkerchief. He just he just grabs his robes. And just <laughs> oh. Um. Well. Uh. Thanks. What were the objects you were looking for in your scavenger hunt? Uh, they were medallions. 
He hid several medallions around his establishment. Did you find any of them? I did not find any of them. I'm embarrassed to say I was quite overwhelmed. I'm shocked and appalled by your statement, sir. (laughs) Was there a particular part of the floor that upon arrival you were told to avoid? Oh no, his entire mansion is open to everyone. You can wander wherever you want. (laughs) Did you see a door that was guarded? No. There's a great many strange things in there. Uh, uh, Artifacts and artwork and designs everywhere. It's a very, very wealthy place. Any member of the Orzov would be jealous. Lord Atch, take care of him. We're done. (laughs) Oh no, please. Oh, no, please. Is there anything you think you haven't told us that would stop us from taking care of you? I haven't paid my taxes in over 10 years. (laughs) Please don't tell anyone. Even Wesley Snipes went to jail for that kind of shit. (laughs) If we agree to tell no one about your financial transgressions, I mean, it sounds kind of innocuous to you guys, yeah. but to them, it's probably worth hanging. not tell anyone we were here? Oh, no. I don't know who you are. I've never seen you. I just want to go back to my room. Go. <laughs> and he kind of like waddles in a really pathetic way back into the church. Yeah. These priest types are always so easy to break. You might have had the courtesy not to use my name <laughs> in front of him. Oh, he you. It's fine. He's too scared to ever mention who you are to anybody. He knows my name. Well, what they call me, at least. I'm sure you did walk in there and yell her name. (laughs) Well, you guys just pulled way more information out of me than I was expecting. So there you go. A big old mansion party where the entire house is open to everyone and it's some sort of weird fucking scavenger hunt. Uh, Which I, I guess begs the question, is the interior of the mansion the vault? Yeah, I, I mean, was, based, based I was on that how many well. things are just sort of, you know. Or is there like a hidden like thing that comes up out of the floor? Or or the other thing, if if my earlier hunch is correct, is that the vault only materializes after the first death. Like, oh, that's yeah. the key, and it gives you that's a gotta be window, it. Which is spooky as fuck and very horseshoe. Either way, we got to get gussied up for this event. Yeah. Is there anything we think we need before we go in there? I feel pretty good. Some fancy-ass clothes. Many yeah, sure. petties. To the mm. tailor. Um, so I would say for fine clothing, we'd probably talk about, I would say, if you're going to get outfits and stuff, you're probably looking at about 20 Zeno if you're looking for really nice stuff. People are going to overcharge you. So 20 Zeno a piece for each of those. Sure. And um, you, I would say throw in another five because you're going to need to, you know, Dizzy, I'm assuming you're going to usher in as a servant of some kind. Uh, if these people are wealthy enough, there will be attendance. It's just a question of what will happen to her once you're there. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Who knows what's going to happen to her when she's there. But the initial invitations are for the two of you to be prominent people of your guilds in some capacity who are going to be there. Do I get to announce them because I'm their servant? Uh, No, because okay. everyone's identity is a secret. Oh, shit. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm. Members of their own guilds. No. I mean, okay. I mean, how you... No one knows how you ended up there because it's all anonymous. Well, presumably Darius does, 
but he may not be able to identify like who there, there's a lot of mystery behind this okay but the intent of the attendee mm-hmm. is regardless of whatever their relationship is with Darius Vane you show up with the intent of nobody else learning who you are got it okay okay, okay. cool um how are we feeling about red red as, as a color yeah i mean it, like, no, i think i think a good I, I think a good red highlight color potentially uh, yeah with like uh along the collar and like the 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 um which cuffs the cuffs might be really good with maybe like a blue toned gray i think that might be a really good color on you this is like this like secret Fashionista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what this is what Dizzy you're, always you're, dreamed you're of. You're looking at her. You're looking at her ragged clothes and then understanding it is a deliberate choice. So it'll be about twenty Zenos a piece. Twenty five, he said. Twenty five. No, well, so the five like would forty five in total. You're, you're going to yeah, need yeah, to yeah. chip together an extra five gold pieces in order to outfit Dizzy in something. I got twenty five. If you got twenty, I mean, I'm already at a hundred, so we might as well just keep going. Wait, are you offering to pay for the whole thing? Or? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's do this. So, uh, I I believe we we are procuring the items and preparing to return to Mister Frankie Peanuts to receive our invitations. So you guys don't actually make it down into his office because it's become very clear that in order to receive a meeting with Frankie Peanuts, the meeting alone costs you a hundred gold. Sure, pieces we just, just need the damn invested. invites. We don't so need to talk to Frankie. So there is his little goblin conciliary who's outside as you guys approach, who has these invitations printed up for you and ready and forge. So you guys kind of go to the alleyway and he's waiting there for you and just, you know, yeah, take these. Thanks a lot. Yeah. It, our, it, see you, Dizzy. Like, sort of like, Why? Your, your hair looks really nice today. By the way. He's bald, but <laughs> so he's just kind of pissed at you even more now. I mean, um, uh, your your ears look especially dizzy. I, just what, just dizzy. I, just um, go. Um, just go. But I, I like. Uh, you can clearly tell that Dizzy's like positive can do hyper attitude. It's just not. It just does not gel with the <laughs> with the underground of Frankie Peanuts. <sighs> okay. So off to. Darius Vane. Darius Vane at Vane Tower. On the next Encounter Party! Part 2 as Perix and Lorzach continue their quest to restore their Boros companion. With Dizzy the Goblin now in tow, our players sneak their way into the upper echelons of Ravnican society. But who exactly is Darius Vane? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering created by Wizards of the Coast. Sound capture, editing, and mixing by Ned Donovan. Original sound effects by Will Malones. Theme song and scoring by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Thanks again to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Perix here, with a quick message for you from the Encounter Party team. I've been modified so many times, but the next modification will be to give an auto-review to my favorite podcast on the platform of your choice. You can find your adaptation and news and updates on the show at EncounterParty.com. 
I also might modify myself to just automatically join the Facebook group The Encounter Party, or even give a follow to us on Twitter and Instagram at Encounter underscore Party. Why? Because Encounter Party is dope, and we are looking to interact with you more. Thanks, y'all.